Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. everyone out there in cyberspace and radio land and however you are tuning in to the broadcast on tonight or if you've pulled it up in the archives, we welcome you. We thank and praise God for another opportunity and a chance to share the the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living because truly, truly it is a blessing every time we're able to inhale and exhale. God is God is good, God is good We have another uh, power pack show for you on tonight uh, An awesomely anointed vessel of God To share with you and to allow you to get to know a little bit With uh, Minister Connie Davis Good evening, how are you this evening? Wonderfully blessed, my dear sister and yourself Amen, amen. Blessed as well, blessed as well. Well, I um I I'm loving the these Thursday night spotlights on different ministers because it's giving um the our listeners in the body of Christ an opportunity to partake of the anointing on so many of your lives and, and it's just really been a blessing. I would just kinda like you to give our listeners just a little background on how did you come to develop a relationship with the Lord? Oh my gosh. Um it started with my drug habit. As a kid when they got up, we got up. So I was drugged to church. So after I thought I was grown, after I thought I was grown, you know, and rich those smell myself years, kind of strayed, kind of strayed. And um, my cousin, who's now deceased, was attending a, a sanctuary and, ooh, over 30 years ago and, that's how I got back into the relationship with Christ. And I want to tell you, I don't mind being drugged. <laughs> okay, okay, amen, amen. So many have that, that same testimony. It wasn't quite mine, but I, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I think that, you know, there should, should be some more um, drug problems going on in our society yes. <laughs> today of that type. You know, yes. where, where yes. the parents are are so concerned about the future of their children that they're making a point to train that child up in the way they should go. Amen. You know, Amen. Powerful. One of the things that you just said, and it just resonated in my spirit because you said, "When they got up, you got up." So it's it's yes. um it's definitely the responsibility of the parent to train up that child in the way they should go. And I Amen. think that's what today. You know, um, what what has been your experience? Just, I know you, you know, you are, um, you're well-versed in the Word, you're well-versed in ministry, but what have you 
seen in this hour. We we are living in in such a, a troubled time in our country. <laughs> what are you seeing in this day and time that is different from your upbringing? Um, child abuse, because I say that because parents are neglecting to be parents, and you you can't push TV and electronics in front of your children and expect them to have a relationship with God. Mm, so true. So you true. have to teach them, and if you don't have one, you can't teach them who they need to know. So mm-hmm. therefore, as the parents start to neglect the children now, see, we don't, nobody's getting arrested for this. No, mm. no, nobody's getting drugged to court or called out and write, tickets written up because they're abusing mm-hmm. or neglecting the parental obligation to train up that child in the way that should go. Mm-hmm. Because there, God knows what he placed in us, and there are a lot of bents. And I see yes. the parents are not really parenting. And, and some of them figure if, if I can get you to watch the TV or give you a toy or any little distraction will keep you away from me. That's my peaceful time. Well, mm-hmm. when you decided to make that child, <laughs> mm, your okay. days was over. There's, there's now mm-hmm. an, an education that. session. And mm-hmm. my, my, my parents work, don't get me wrong. But I, I was raised when the, the, the neighborhood was your village and, 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 and yeah. all, the majority of the neighborhood was the church. So so if uh-huh. you went down to Mr. Bob's house and didn't act right, Mr. Bob helped <laughs> train you in how to respect okay. your elders. And and, and, and if you if, if if you seen Sister Susie and you were disrespectful because kids nowadays and and some of the parents must think that it's it's not uh, disrespectful to greet your elders. It's okay to open mm-hmm. your mouth and say hello. Nobody mm-hmm. nobody had to wake up with you just for you to greet them. Amen. So I was raised Amen. I was raised in that era and and parents aren't really parenting and I get a lot of those whoopings. Don't get me wrong, I do because I see now <laughs> some of the stuff that I didn't do, and it's like, okay, that that clean up and catch up phase mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. you can go on. And, I mean, you can't you can't move too far with unfinished business. Amen. So, Amen. So I, ha- I, 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 I've seen that, that neglect. I, I hear you in that. I definitely hear you in that. Um, I know as in my growing up, um, I, I, my mother and I never discussed this, but I really believe that when um, my father passed away that she became angry with God because um, she, she mm-hmm. used to say all the time that the Lord took the best husband she ever had. And um, and I don't believe she turned her back on God, but I think she was angry with God. And I know when my father was alive, you know, church was a ritual. It went to church, you know. But right. um, after he passed away, I didn't see her going to church. And, and, I, I, and when I think back on it and I think back, you know, um, my father had cancer, and I, I remember they used to go out of town and go to, like, the, the Oral Roberts Crusades and, and different right. things where they were really believing God for his healing. And God Amen. chose to heal him on the other side rather than on this side. 
But I believe that, you know, that there was a bit of a, um, an anger within her that he took him. That being said, even though she wasn't going to church like she was supposed to, she made sure I still had to go. Okay? So Amen. Amen. Did, no matter, you know what I'm saying? No, no matter how mm-hmm. she was feeling and dealing with her hurt and her pain, right. she still took on that responsibility to train me in the way I needed to go. Now, I was just like Amen. you. I got 16 and told my best friend that, you know, uh, we got to stop playing with God like this because the only thing we was going to church for on Sunday morning was to find out what happened on Saturday night. And I got this epiphany. I promise <laughs> right, you. Right, right. Sitting in service one Sunday morning, and I looked at it, I'm like, girl, we're going to walk out this back door one day, and there's going to be this big black cloud out there, and it's going to swoop us up because you just don't play with God like this. So you would have thought I'd have got it straight since, you know, I had enough common sense to know what I was doing was wrong. Instead, I stopped going to church. But, you know, but nevertheless, you won by yourself. Embedded in me, okay? You know, mm-hmm. that this is what you right. are supposed and you're right. right. Parents aren't putting that in their children today. And it's sad. It is very, very sad. Um, yes. So yes. I know you have, you, you have, um, a, a plethora of talents, let me put it that way, um, that God has blessed you with. And, um, <laughs> you know, you even though you do not aspire to be or try to be, you are quite the comedian. <laughs> but in addition to that, you have an incredible voice. You have a beautiful singing voice. How, God do you, how do you balance, you know, the different gifts and talents that God has blessed you with? That's by the grace of God. If I haven't learned anything else, I've learned that it wasn't me who gave it or created it to and for myself. It was God who created me for himself. So with the giftings that he gave me, they're still for him. And the the singing is um, the entrance. The singing is the entrance into the presence because there's a lot of things going on in the world, and we have a lot of things going through our minds and happening in our families and in our lives. And I learned that. Young, growing up in the choir, two and three years old, singing and all this, I learned that music, like David, is a soother. So as he was strumming to calm Saul, it's a true spirit. It's the worship of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is awesome, and that's so true. And I think um, worship is coming a lost practice, which is really, really My sad. God, my um, God. People, people praise, they clap their hands, they shout, you know what I'm saying? But true right, worship, that right. that comes from within, it, it, is, it, is, it is not practiced as much as it should be. In fact, it's not taught. Um, I thank God for our pastor who Amen. takes the time to teach and explain about practicing the presence of God, you know, um, and and recognizing and understanding that, you know, worship 
is it goes so far beyond just clapping your hands and dancing around the sanctuary. Amen. Worship has to come from within and from your spirit. So it is a blessing that, you know, yes, yes, exactly. It is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. So I, I, I thank God that, you know, you, you experienced that firsthand at a young age and understood, you know, understood the difference. Um, so tell worship, me about worship calls you to um, worship calls you to accountability. Oh yeah, it does because yes, because yes, yes, yes. when you when you really really singing, which is the spirit of God coming out of you, mm-hmm. uh, those words are convicting and they hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. I truly believe that a lot of the true worship is not really prevalent. Because you have to be held accountable, and it and it causes you to hear not only what you say and how you live to see how you live, but it it causes you to hear what you're singing. Mm. Because if the words of that song say we lift our hands, and you standing there with your hands to your side, what are you yeah. singing? Yes. And 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 as and as our pastor uh, daddy is teaching us. We we don't have to just be on the knees to have a position. It's the heart position. So mm-hmm. if I'm standing with my mm-hmm. hands raised, I, I'm no less than the one that's bowed down or, 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 or face down on the floor to worship him. He's looking for mm-hmm. the true heart, the spirit Amen. of himself coming forth out of you. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, I find myself when I... And as you said, the words will convict you and they will speak to you and they'll take you, if you really are, are listening and taking them to heart, yes. they'll take you to a different place. And I know I find for myself, if I am singing a song that says to bow down before him, then I, I must do that. I must, you know, even if it's just from the waist, uh, you know, right. um, but I must do that because it's like I want to reverence his presence. I I don't take the presence of God lightly. I really, really don't. Because I have been in a place in my life where I didn't feel his presence because of disobedience. There was something he told me once not to do, and I chose to Mm -hmm. do it anyway, and my chastisement um, after that was not feeling the presence of God. And it was the first time since I had truly given my life to the Lord that I didn't feel his presence. And, and I, I promise you, that that incident, what caused me to lose that place at that particular time is something God never will ever have to worry about happening again because nothing and no one on the face of this planet is worth losing that. It's worth losing his presence, seriously. You know, and, and I thank God that he said he would never leave us nor forsake us, and, and I know he was still watching over me, but my chastisement was that I couldn't feel him, you know. And that was, yeah, that was a for real whooping for me. That was a for real yes. whooping. So <laughs> yes, you can tell, tell the difference. Today. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I knew why. You know, even more importantly, I knew why. I didn't stand up there trying to make excuses. It wasn't like God, you know, it it, it wasn't, you know, like, why have you forsaken me? It wasn't any of that. It was 
I absolutely wholeheartedly knew that it was my disobedience, but what I had to do during that point in time was bump it down and say, you know what, I don't care what happens, I'm not letting go. I am not letting go. That was where, you know, that um, I, that Job spirit came in. Don't you slay me? <laughs> Yet will I, <laughs> you know. Yeah, will I? I I won't Mm. back up. I won't back up. And I think that there's sometimes that we go through things in life and we allow our situations, circumstances, and and excuses to cause us to back away from God instead of pressing into him. I was more hungry for him than ever at that point in time. So, therefore, there was no backing up. There was no giving up. There was no, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, Lord, whatever it takes for me to get where I need to be. And I've learned over the years, at that time I was just saying for me to get back to where I was, but I've now learned over the years I don't want to go back to where I was. I want to far, get far ahead of where I was. Um, hmm. But at that point in time, it was whatever it'll take, you know, whatever it takes for me to get back in your presence. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. So it was um, it was vital to me to to, to do that and um, and I thank God He was gracious and that that situation happened hmm, what twenty twenty five years ago and I've not had to encounter that since so I'm so grateful I am so so very very grateful um, for real so tell me about ministry today what are you finding um, or experiencing possibly that is different in ministry today versus, say, five, six years ago? Um, From this point of view, it opens up uh, a whole nother shell, (laughs) 500 rabbits. The relationship is different Mm. because now... They taught us religion because it was a way of trying to keep the people mm, obedient to man. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. now we're learning more and more that it's about your relationship to and with God so that it yeah. branches out. So when the relationships and you re- learn that it's about relationship and not the traditional of church, but it's about relationship mm. with God. Then you open up a whole new can of worms because now you got to learn that this relationship is like no other. Mm. And a lot of us haven't, we're searching for the relationship. Mm. When all he is doing is saying come so he can teach us relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so sad. So many don't realize that they have literally been reconciled back to the Father. You know, mm-hmm. they don't. They don't understand the love of the Father. They, 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 they're stuck at just you know the angry God, so to speak. You know, um, that He's just He's a means to an end. You know, He's God. Um, Come on! You don't dare get too genie close. in the bottle. <laughs> you know, yes, yes. You know, but they have not encountered the love of a father, which is oh my is God, my God, 
Christ came to do. And it's, mm, uh, it's mm. so sad. It is so, so, so mm. very, very sad. And I you don't remember, have to do nothing um, to deserve it? Uh, mm. No. You, you can't. <laughs> you mm. can't do anything to deserve it. You can't. It ain't even based on um, you. No, it's not. It's his love. It's his just his unfailing love for his his children and his creation and um it's incredible. I remember years ago I had um an encounter with a young lady and um she was coming out of Catholicism and which I understood because I had um I had grown up going to Catholic school and whatever so I, I had an understanding of Catholicism. Um, never did set well with me. I, I was the first person in my school to ever get an F in religion, and I, I say that very proudly. <laughs> this never did make sense to me. This, this dynamic preacher now. This is didn't compute. It's like, you know, why am I marching across this, this school campus every Friday to go to confession to this man who I'm allied to because I'm a child. What sins do I have to confess every week? Okay, so my biggest (laughs) sin is coming in here and telling you some lies so you can tell me how many Our Fathers and Hail Marys I can do. It never comes to me. I promise you, it just did not make sense to me. Anyway, (laughs) um, but in in talking to this young lady, she said to me that she was um, more comfortable um, addressing Mary because Mary was a woman than addressing God in the masculine. And that hurt my heart, you know what I'm saying, because the sad part was that the woman did not understand the relationship um, that, you know, she had right, with a loving right. father. Apparently the father she had was not a good man. And so she, through the eyes of the pain that apparently that she experienced growing up, that was her feeling, you know, right, um, right. that she could relate to this feminine um, entity much better than she could relate to um, God as a father. And I, I, it never left me. And I had, a, I had a very intense conversation with the first and foremost pointing out to her that though the word of God said that Mary would be honored among all women, she was still just that, just a woman. And she was dead sleeping in her grave and praying to her could not do her any good. Hey, come on, <laughs> and, and come so on. We, did, we, had, we started with that conversation first. And then to cross over from that, to the place of understanding the love of Father God cannot be compared to anything that she had encountered um, in this earth realm, you know, um, that it was unfortunate that she had these these bad um, experiences with a male entity, but just assuring her that God is not a man, (laughs) okay, he is not... um, he is not one that will abuse you or misuse you Amen. or hurt you, okay? Hallelujah. And, and like I said, that, that conversation never left me because there's so many out there for so many different reasons yes. that feel that they can't relate to God as a father. They, they don't understand that Christ did not come to start a new religion 
he did what he did Come on. to reconcile us back unto our Hallelujah. To our rightful position. You know? Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. You know, and then when you tell people, it was like, you got to understand, when Christ came in the form of man, he came in the form of a child of Abraham. He was a Jew. He never renounced Judaism. He never veered away At from all. that. Okay. At all. He never said, okay, we're going to start this whole new set over here. We're going to call it Christianity. He did not do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, that that's the first place that we need to start and to understand truly what Christ did on the cross. Did he, he die for the remission of our sins? Yes. He did that, and that's, that in itself is a phenomenal thing, but it didn't stop there. It didn't stop there. Yeah. It wasn't just the Come remission on. of our sins. It was the reconciling us back into, as you just Hallelujah. said, our rightful place in God yes. as not just his creation but as his child, as that one that he has given all authority and power to to operate yeah. in this earth realm in his stead. And until <laughs> we can understand yeah. the fullness of what God did, you know, mm, through mm, his mm, son, mm. Jesus, we can never fully step up and be who God created us to be. Oh, and my it's God. so unfortunate that, you know, what you just said is that man has tried to teach religiosity to keep other men bound and, and mm. under obligation to, to man. Yes. And, and our obligation mm. is not to man. Our obligation is nah. to God. Hallelujah. You know, so anyway, don't don't get me started, girl. Um, it's just it's just so sad. It is just so sad. You know, when when people when people can't come to that realization. So Amen, amen. Well, Listen, I, I thank and praise God for, for your presence on tonight, and I'm going to get off of my little soapbox right here because, <laughs> you know, I, girl, I get going. Um, so I'm going to step down because I know that, that God has definitely blessed you with a, a word to share, and so I want to yield the, the floor, the broadcast, the mic, what have you, to you and to the spirit of the living God that dwells within you so that we can hear what thus saith the Lord on tonight. No worries. It's all to him to be the glory. I'm just laughing and rejoicing at, at how you all off in it already because, <laughs> because that's how God is. That's how God Isn't is. Isn't that just how he is? Isn't and, 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 and Isn't confirmation it? and assurance because when he gives you something, uh, just for you to know, Radio Land, it, it ain't that we 100% sure and just walking boldly out. Sometimes we, we want to make sure it ain't us speaking Amen. and we give you truly Absolutely. God so that the anointing mm-hmm. of God that destroys the yokes can come forth and people can be healed and people can be delivered. So with you just, just talking and, and the flow that he has you in, I was just really rolling, going like, okay, God, okay, God. <laughs> And that's how awesome he is. So I praise him and I thank him for this opportunity. And it's to God that be the glory because when he, when he said it to me, I really was looking like, oh, Lord, Jesus, really? But it, it shows us us what we're talking about tonight and, and not really recognizing the power that has been given 
unto us. Not that we had to purchase it mm. and go seeking it hard. He gave it to us because he loved yeah. us so much. He made a way already mm. and sent his son. His son knew that it would be him wrapped in the flesh coming mm. to dwell among us and teach us how to live peaceably among all men. And uh, mm. I'm going to uh, read uh, Judges chapter 2, a few verses in there, and then go on and say what he said and, and, and not get a whooping in because I'm going to do what he said do and not sing it out. So to <laughs> God be the glory. No. Judges chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, says, Then the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim, and said, I led you up from Egypt and brought you to the land of which I swore to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And, and he stopped me right there because some people don't recognize what he did. He came and he gave us a covenant. He has gifts and promises for us. And gifts ain't always yeah. monetary. So when you leave in mm-hmm. Egypt, don't worry about what's left behind. You looking forward unto the author and finisher of your faith who's going to give you more than what Egypt mm-hmm. could and realize that mm. Egypt ain't just the land, but Egypt could be you. So when you okay. when you speak negative words, that could be your Egypt. When you mm. make wrong choices and you know they're wrong, that could be your Egypt. So you have to make, recognize that Egypt ain't just talking about a land uh, going over in Cairo, because mm. you, you Egypt right here. And, and then we wonder why the world is like it is because of the choices that we made, because we keep trying to revamp Egypt instead of just letting Egypt go on ahead and die out. <laughs> and it my says Lord, that he made a covenant with us, meaning that he cut blood with us. If it had not been mm-hmm. for the blood of Jesus Christ, there would mm-hmm. be no remission for sin. When God seen us in our mess down in Egypt, buried under the hard taskmaster, and we mm. crying out, talking about, free us, Lord Jesus, free us, Lord Jesus. And he came and he gave us liberty. And the first thing we wanted to do was go back to tradition instead of experiencing a new relationship. Mm. And he said, in Judges 2, it says, And you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altars, but you have mm. not obeyed my voice. And he say, why have you done this? And a lot of people don't understand that fear holds us back from a lot of things. Mm. And, and, and we, tend to, we tend to get comfortable with, with, with leeks and garlic. When, when he's trying to get you to get to the, to the ribeye steak and, 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 and the T-bone and, and get to the crab and lobsters, <laughs> you know, we study trying to hold on to leeks and garlic. When he said that he had made a covenant with us and told us not, he told us not to come out from among us, be you separate. He told them. Uh And yet and still, Uh we try to come and live in the land as the land when we're not a part of the land. We're just of the land so that we can show them who is the land. And that's Jesus Christ. God sent his only begotten son. That's where the land, that's the foundation right there. And when you begin uh-huh. to look at how the people take a covenant so lightly, mm. I cut blood for the behind that covenant. 
some people can't speak their word truth now. Because mm-hmm. it used to be a time when I was growing up, you could you, your word was your bond. If you said that yes. that's what you were going to yes. do, then that's what you did. But mm-hmm. now we got this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lie and get you out of my face right quick so I can go on and do what I want to do. But now you're trying to act mm-hmm. like the inhabitants of the land. And he told you not to mm-hmm. do that. He got so much riches and glory for you to you trying to look in, on man and see what you can get from man. Just because you be like man don't mean that you're going to get like man. So it's best that you be like the Father. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Be ye separate, because he separated us unto him from the leeks and the garlic, from Egypt. But yet and still we try to hold on to the past and keep on acting like that's the future. And then we act like we don't hear him, like Adam. He said, why have you done this? We go to getting leaves and trying to cover up. (laughs) We know that we've done wrong. Because the moment that you do something wrong or make a wrong choice, just like kids, you can see it on their face, your whole inside just be like, why you do that? But he told us not to. And then we want to wonder why the world is like it is today. Because of the choices and decisions that we have made. The Bible says, if my people, which are called by my name. And then I was reading in Joshua over there about Achan. One man, one man Mm -hmm. caused a whole 36 people to be killed. So if it took one man to get a whole folk to die, why can't it be one man? And his name is Jesus Christ. To get folks to live. Mm-hmm. So, and it says, Therefore I said also, I will not drive them out from before you, but that they shall be thorns in your side, and their God shall be a snare unto you. So so you know when you've been called, because every time you try to get involved in some worldly stuff, <laughs> the, yeah, them thorns come right <laughs> at you and start picking and prodding and, and poking you getting you back into your position, because when we're out of order, this is what happened is chaos. But when we're in line, it's decent and in order, which means that all men can live peaceably. But because we choose not to put God first, we suffer the consequences. The Bible says that nothing was made without him. you always going to the inventor want to talk about his creation that he's invented, well, now you need to go to the inventor because wasn't nothing made without him. He already wow. knows it all. So don't, don't, don't seek the land way. Seek God's way. Let it be his choice. Mm-hmm. And if you don't remember nothing else, know this, that God loves you. And when a God awesome like he is and mighty and powerful has set a plan into action, he is faithful to complete it. He does it that is done decent and in order. And once you're blessed, another one is blessed, and another one is blessed because God said to take dominion and multiply, meaning that we were supposed to replenish the earth with God kind. We were created in his likeness and in his image. And yet you want leeks and garlic from Egypt? Hmm. And, 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 and you're going to call on, on other gods who, who can't hear you, who, who didn't create you, 
who has not yet mm-hmm. blessed you. Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell me about a fertility God that you're praying to and mm-hmm. believe in Him because if God don't give life, the baby ain't no coming life. forth. It's Man. not coming forth. He's the giver of life. He said, I'm going to put this before you right now. And that's just the, 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 the narration of the Bible, y'all. That's name what the Bible said. He said, death and life. He said, I'm going to tell you the answer. Choose life. Mm-hmm. Now, how many teachers, you know, mm-hmm. give you a test and give you the answer? Choose life. Now, those that help yeah. you and instruct you like that, those are the ones you need to follow. As long as they're following after Christ, follow the Christ in them. And, yeah. and and then he began to talk about how we complain because the light stayed red too long or, or it changed fast. When he said, no, preparedness. My people are not preparing for the rain. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we're trying to build up this, this land covenant, man covenant, and not building on the God covenant. Prepare for rain. And I was like, oh, my God. He said, and it shows in your attitude. Just because you come to the sanctuary don't mean that your attitude is right with me. And when the Bible say that, that, that if you think that your brother has an alt against you, you might have an alt against yourself. Okay. So you need to get right before him. So, so when we get to talking about the people in the Bible and, well, well, man wrote that. Well, I haven't seen man write one yet because what man been writing, don't they rewrite it all the time? Yes, ma'am. I haven't seen the Bible rewritten. Hmm. So you've got to believe that yeah, it was the anointing of God. Yeah, it's different every time you read it. <laughs> huh. Glory. My God. Now, now, now that's a rewrite Glory. right there. Hmm. <laughs> and he, t- hmm. he takes you to where you need to go in the Bible so that you can be sustained for the day, which is called our daily bread. And he prayed that we would be one with him and the Father. And if we keep dwelling on Egypt and keep our mind stayed on the garlics and the leek, we can't be one with him because what he did on yesterday, mm-hmm. he's not doing today. Glory. And when, when And when he blesses you, when he blesses you, and, and I'm not talking money. When he blesses you, as you open the broadcast, when you, he just blessed me. Mm. There you go. But we're so busy trying to see the, the, the money things, the, the things that can, that can get us glory, get, get pats on the back, get appraisal. No, he, he, he wants you to be in him, the hope of glory, which will show you where the blessings are, because it's the hidden mysteries that you got to find. Seek out. It says, seek me, find me. And you got to find him while he, while he can be found. Because the Bible said, don't take your Holy Spirit away from me, because there's going to be a time when we sitting here looking like, okay, oh, my God, yeah, move forward now. Press in now. Seek the Lord now. And, 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 and don't worry about the garlic and leeks because, see, he's going to give you some crab legs with him too. And, y'all, I, I'm not a crab leg fan. <laughs> but I've heard a lot of people talk about the seafood. And it's like 
when he's saying get back to the basic, why we can't get back to the way that they were growing food because it was healthier. We didn't have all the insecticides and all this other stuff they spraying on food and, and, and germinating it. What's that, hormones in the meat? We didn't have all of that. Oh, it was natural. Yes, oh, I, some, I done seen some chickens on steroids that I was scared. But it wasn't <laughs> like that in God's way. It wasn't like that because he gave us He gave us the mind of Christ. That when we think his thoughts, when we live his life, that he lived here on earth, we'll be able to show forth the kindness, the goodness, the glory, the power, the anointing that delivers and bring this country back to a reigning king. Because right now, who they see reigning? And as a people, we we go with our our censors. Touch, feel, taste, and see. And we're we, we looking for God, saints of God, where we at? Because the land is crying out. Just like when Caleb killed Abel. It's crying out. And I don't want no blood required at my hand because I chose to, to seek the land and, and, and be like the, the inhabitants making covenants with them, trusting in man. The Bible says to, tr- to not to trust man and princes. Don't trust them, but to trust God. Because you don't know what may be in that person's heart. They may mean to do you good. But we are a people of self-preservation. If it seems like it's going down, I'm going to be the first one out. Amen. But God said not so. <laughs> He's going to stay with the boat. Mm. He's the captain that stays with the boat. So he's telling us mm. to choose Christ, choose Christ, so that we don't have to worry about the covenant that was already cut because we can't change that blood. That's that life-saving blood. It cleanses and it washes us. And, 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 and mm. all the things that you thought you had done so bad, it's under the blood. He said if you would confess, your sins. He is faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now that's a mighty oh. powerful God. Yeah. And you don't want to choose to serve? It's Satan is safety. It's power is safety in the net, in the house, under the shadow, the mighty wing of God. Mm-hmm. So we better get concerned about the heart of God. Start following God and obeying God because that's when the earth is going to change because man has the power in the earth to change the circumstances. And saints, I understand what they're saying about laying on your face and crying out because this world has changed, has ran, has turned from God. They tell you that in the Bible. They turn from God. They have a powerful leader over them. That leader died. The people go wicked. So we better choose God and stay with him, regardless to the storms that blow. We better learn to choose Christ because it's all about him. And remember that it's not hopeless. It may look like it. That lets you know that something else is going to break loose on the other side. Just at the break of day, joy cometh in the morning. 
So know that God loves you. He has a plan for your life, and it's of good success, a good end. It's not to kill you, maybe the flesh, but not you. So walk after the Spirit of God that you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh and get entangled in the in the covenant of the inhabitants of this land. But you'll walk proudly as a king and queen on this earth, a son of God, reigning and ruling in the earth where he gave us power, dominion, and authority. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Awesome word. Awesome, awesome word. I be the glory. There's so much that you said that just really resonated in my spirit. Um, One of the things is what you said just just moments ago about killing the flesh and um, making sure that we put nothing above the spirit of the living God that is within us. You know, just to, to recognize and understand that his word decrees and declares that we are his temple. We are the temple of yes. the living God. And once we understand that, you know, how precious is that to be the temple of the Holy Ghost, that, that God yes. gives his spirit dwells within us, Dwell. and that is not mm-hmm. cause to get it straight. You know what I'm saying? Um, because we think we can hide a little something, something from man. But if you are the temple <laughs> of on. the Holy Ghost and God dwells within hmm. you, yeah. why are you hiding from him? Okay? Nothing. Seriously. Nothing. Even the thought of and knowing that he is omnipotent, you know, he is ever-present, he is, you know, he knows all things, but the thought that, you know, even though he knows all things, but wherever you go, if you say that you are his, then his spirit goes with you. So everything that you think Amen. you're doing, he is right there in the midst. Right there. Right. You know, now that's a cause to me to say, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what the heck am I doing? Think about it. Think about it if, you know, you when you were a teenager and your mother told you what you could or could not do and you caught yourself sneaking out the back window to go Come do on. it anyway and you turn around and she's standing right there looking at you. Imagine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Imagine. Because that's how it is with God. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, he is ever present. He is ever present. His so eyes are in every cause... place. Man. Every place. His Man. eyes are in every place. Every place oh. beholding the evil and the good. Yes. Where are you going to run to? Where are you yeah. going to run to? I hear okay. you, David. Where are you going to run to? Uh-huh. So if I go down to the depths of hell, you're there. Ah. <laughs> okay. If I go up to the mountain, you're there. Where am I going? Okay. Where am I going? Where am I going? You're ever present. You know? And this is what what I find really funny, Minister Connie, is that we will get on our face and cry out to God and tell him, I know you see what this people what these people are doing to me. I know you see how I've been treated. So if you oh, don't yeah. see how you're being treated, <laughs> do you not know that he sees what you're doing to others? 
Amen. To the reason why the people was doing you the way they was doing you. Amen. And then we want to go to God and tell on his children, God, they did such hmm. and such to me. Now, I, my children were teenagers, and uh, I got a call. I was over at a friend's house, and I have a son and a daughter. And uh, my son is a, a year and two months older than my daughter, so they just write their stair steps together. And I got a call that my son had did something to my daughter. So I come home. I call him into the bathroom, this nice, small, enclosed place, because you ain't going to run, okay? You know, he's 6'2", he's standing over me, but you ain't going nowhere, okay? Should I decide I want to get frisky? Uh, But I called him in there, and I said to him, I said, you know, I started off real gentle and what have you. I said, Coy, I said, you know how I act if somebody does something to you? And he was like, yeah, because he knows I'll go out and I'll walk the trying to find some little thug, think he's going to do something to mine. You know what I'm saying? So he was Um, like, you know, feeling (laughs) all good about it, you know. He said, yeah. (laughs) I said, well, let me tell you something. That young lady in there, she's mine too. Now you catch her again. (laughs) Okay? Right, And you don't have me to deal with. I've got big as two silver dollars, like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Okay. Let me remind you of something. Same way I go after somebody over you, I go after you over her. I'm not going to allow anything or anyone to come up against what belongs to me. How do you think God feels? That's God. How do you think God feels? Mm -hmm. So as you're running to him to say, you know, so-and-so did something to me, and he's going, well, okay, I I got you. I'll take care of that. But do you remember what you did to so-and-so? Because that one over there, that one's mine, too. Amen. That's why he turned the Bible on you, the mirror, say. Okay. The whole Mm. truth and nothing but the truth. I'm trying to tell you. So you have to be mindful. We have to be mindful. And what you said about us having to, you know, to kill that flesh. You know, you say he's not Mm going to kill you. Well, but maybe the fleshy part of you, yeah. You know, because we have to understand and recognize that, you know, our flesh is enemy to the spirit of God. Yeah. And we're walking yes. around and we're fulfilling the lust of the flesh and doing what the flesh is crying out for. That's enemy to the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Enemy to him. And we all, if you haven't read the Old Testament, I suggest you do so to see how he treats his enemies. That's mm. not good. Mm. Not good. <laughs> my, my, and he my. He did say in his word that he was the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. Forever. Okay. Okay. Ain't no changing. No. Ain't no changing. None. He God. None. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. You know, and and we want to, we love to stay in the New Testament and we want to dance all over the church over the grace of God. And I, trust (laughs) me, I for one am very, very grateful over the grace of God, okay? Because had it not been for the grace of God, we would not be having this conversation Mm. on this night. My, 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 my. No. So I'm forever grateful for his grace, but never forget who he is, okay? Yes. 
Never forget, he is still that same God that says, Vengeance is his, he shall repay. Hmm. 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 Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Don't forget my, that. My, my, my. He is the same God that told Israel, I will deliver kings into your hand. Okay? Yes. I will pluck one up and set another one down. Okay? Don't forget that. Yes, he does. Okay? We 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 want to dance all over about his grace, but don't forget who he is. When he is angry, he is no joke. He is no joke. And I'll go you even a step further, okay? Because he convinced me of some things dealing with his angels. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, <laughs> you know, we call for the angels of God to surround us and to protect us and. Uh huh. But the angels of God ain't no joke. They're no, no oh, joke. No. And they don't have no. the mercy of God. They don't have the mercy no. of God. Okay? No, no. I've been given an assignment and I'm carrying out that assignment. Whatever. <laughs> okay. And it's it's, it's going right. to be done. Right. It's going to be it's done. It's going down. It's going That's down. It, like when a uh, lot, talking about come in, turn in, turn in here. And they knocked hey. at the door trying to get in. They was pushing a lot out the way, like, no, let us go. No, no. You <laughs> can do yeah, this. You know, let us go. I got this. <laughs> yes. You ain't got to give up yes. your daughters. You ain't got to give up none of that. I got this. Nothing. Don't worry. <laughs> Move back. Man. Ooh, girl. Because now God's girl. tempering them. Because they, okay. they didn't have to. Stand back and let Lot do. They could have. They, his grace was tempering them. His love and his mercy. That's who he is. Thank you. It was is. his love and his mercy that even allowed Lot to leave. <laughs> he was yeah, that's, that's who he is. That's who he is. It was like, you're back to go huh. now. <laughs> okay? hmm. Abraham's been prayed. You better now. move. <laughs> hey. Yes. Okay. Hey. And don't look back. Just keep it going. Keep it going. Mm-mm. And lots of wife didn't listen. But they were like, no, no, no. Keep stepping. Time to go. Right now. That's because she kept looking back right at Egypt. Now. She wanted some garlics and leek. Mm. Then leave them garlics yeah. and leek alone. Let Egypt go. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, God. I, I, I love him so very much. But, girl, when you talk about reverence and respect, yeah, yeah, you got that coming, Lord. You 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 really got that coming. And if I mess up, I'm on my face. I, I'm so sorry. Please, <laughs> please forgive me. <laughs> Repent please for forgive real. Me. And it's like because I want to make Girl. sure that I'm clear. You know, I I I can't hear from him if I'm not clear. And 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 because I'm clear with him, you don't have to approve of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And because it, it, it's about no. the relationship. Me and God, yes. the relationship, and it will work well with yes. others once I'm working well with him. Amen. If you get that vertical straight, that horizontal is going to be just fine. It's going to be yes. just fine. Make even your Very enemies great. to be at peace with you. Thank you. Thank you. How many times God be the glory. This where God will take your enemy and make that enemy bless you? Several. How you how you standing in awe with your face like 
Okay, should I take this? Okay. Like, I know you don't like me, okay. <laughs> but they have no choice. They have no choice. Mm. So I'll be like, uh-huh, I got you. I got you. Mm. Yeah. Now. He is, he's a wonder. He's a wonder. I know I can't make it through the day without him. Seriously. Can't make it through the day. But I, I just want to, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for coming from the Old Testament. I love it, you know, um, because too often, I, I'm serious. You know, people need to hear the truth. The, and that's just the bottom line. People need to hear the truth. I am so sick of these seeker-friendly gospels that are being preached. And there's a lot of land that people are believing in. And it's like, you have to get to know God for real. For real. <laughs> Because you for real, be real. La La Land. <laughs> okay. And you better learn to be for oh real, real. Hmm. I'm trying to tell you. Well, my sister, it has definitely been a blessing. I thank and praise God for you. Uh, we're going to close it out at this juncture, and uh, I'm just going to let you, you know, give the benediction or share whatever's on your heart to, uh, to dismiss the people. One thing I want you to know. If you don't know nothing else, God loves you. Seek him and learn to trust him at his word. Oh, how sweet it is to know a great, great God who's still good in spite of us. Father, we thank you and we bless you in the name of Jesus for this time and this opportunity and the voices that I've heard and the hearts that were touched. We thank you, Father, asking you to move and convict hearts and convert minds that we will give you honor and give you glory. We bless you and we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen and thank God. Amen, amen. Thank you so much for coming on and for sharing what God has Thank you, thank you, heart. thank it you. Definitely for the opportunity. It has blessed my soul. It has blessed my soul. Well, that, that's our broadcast for this evening. Join us again next Thursday night, 8 p.m. Pacific where there will be another anointed vessel of God to bless your soul. God bless you. Building the nation with the word of the Lord, teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom, 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 empower.